This week on the Beauty and the Beard AEW Weekly Roundup, two match of the year candidates with FTR versus the Bucks and Moxley versus Wheeler Yuta. The Owen Hart tournament continues to heat up and much more from Dynamite and Rampage and a look ahead to a big upcoming week for AEW. Plus our AEW Q&A and a brand new taste of Bad Take Pancakes. You can follow the show on Twitter at BeautyXTheBeard. You can follow me at LetTheBeardPlay. And you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. Subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you enjoy what we do, please support the show by giving us a five-star review on iTunes or Spotify. This is the show where two friends from different parts of the world discuss all things. All Elite Wrestling. And one of them actually knows what they're talking about. We'll let you decide. Welcome to the Beauty and the Beard Pro Wrestling Podcast with your hosts, Woody and Sarah. Thank you all once again for joining us for another episode of the AEW Weekly Roundup. Uh, We're coming to you again, me from Alabama, Sarah from England. Parts unknown. Parts unknown in England. Um, yeah, a, a lot to talk about. We had one of my favorite dynamites uh, this this last week. Uh, it was really, 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 really good, and I think a lot of people thought it was really good. And then we then we got to Rampage, and we had a freaking bloodbath of a match for the main event. Oh my gosh! Like star making performance for Mister Wheeler Utah. And John Moxley. John Moxley, too, but he's already a star. I know, but still. <laughs> I know. He was I know. there. Yeah, he was definitely there. Uh, he was the winner. He was there. But, wow, everybody came out of that talking about, uh, if you don't know who Wheeler Yuta is in the wrestling Why? world, uh, <laughs> you, you are going to hear a lot more about him. If on you've this not heard sh- of Wheeler not heard of Wheeler Yuta yet, and you're in the sphere of AEW, you're living under a rock. Yeah, you're watching the wrong shows. You're skipping the wrong parts. Yep. Yeah, skipping the good parts is what you're skipping. Uh-huh. Uh, man. Um, and before we get into wrestling, I, 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 yeah, I know you had issues. We talked last week about appliances. Um, I think yes. that has rubbed off on me. Uh, my dryer went out this last week. I had to replace it. Um, I didn't do it. Wasn't had nothing to do with baking cookies or anything like that. I mean, no. why would it have anything to do with baking cookies in a dryer? I would have to be a complete idiot, and uh, that's up for debate. But uh, so we we did have to. I'd repair this dryer like seventy five times over the years, replace parts, kept it going, everything's good. Finally, it just kind of gave up the ghost. There was nothing I was going to do about it. So when you put in a dryer or a, a big appliance, you have this ginormous box, and I have an eight year old daughter, so. This box is still sitting in my living room, and it's, we've had the dryer for four days now. It has become her her, her little house, and it, it's pretty awesome. She uh, She's decorated it. We cut a door in it. There's like a welcome sign. Uh, she's got one side of the box out with her little couch on it, uh, like a patio section thing set up. <laughs> she's got a great imagination. But but so she wanted me in it the other night. and. Ow. The, and I got, I got in it. I got in it. I'm going to post some pictures after this uh, episode goes up. Okay. Uh, probably not of me sitting in it, but there's some pictures I took while we were in it. And 
So the Braves, baseball's back, by the way. So the Braves, there were four games in at this point as we record this, and um, the Braves were playing the other night. She wanted me in the, the box house, uh, but I'm trying to watch the Braves. But I want to play with my daughter, too. But I'm like, oh, baseball's back. So what did I do? I, I mounted a flat-screen TV in the box house. Uh, I took my phone and <laughs> cut a little hole in the side of the box and mounted my phone inside. So we, we had a, a little mounted TV in there. It was pretty cool. So <laughs> I was able to, in the mini box house, watch the Braves on my mini flat screen TV in the house. I was like, oh, this is amazing. Uh, fun times with a box and an eight-year-old uh, after putting in a dryer. So, yeah, it's, it's great. Good, good times. Good times. And 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 now because of in other news because of Ethan Page's toy vlog, I'm now into collecting DC action figures, which my wife is very excited. I was about, about. to say, I'm pretty sure she's ecstatic. So excited about that, and I'm into reading Batman comics. Man, I picked up uh, Year One, uh, the Batman graphic novel. Uh, Frank Miller was involved in it. I think he actually wrote it. Um, it's awesome. I don't know what I've what have, why have I never gotten into comics before. I feel like I've missed out on so much awesome literature uh, because I am just. It's taken me forever to read this thing though because like I'm I'm not just reading the words and moving on. Like I'm studying the artwork. I mean, it's like I'm a I'm a baby just learning to walk in this new world, and I just taking my time and looking at everything. It's great. So fun stuff ahead, and uh, my wife is not going to be happy. Yep. Um, there will be more money spent. Yes. Not only are you buying wrestling stuff, you're now buying comic <laughs> stuff. No, and I've never been a comic guy or a superhero guy. We've talked about that before. I haven't watched hard, you know, like a couple of the Marvel movies. Um, but you know, like all of a sudden, I want to watch a bunch of DC stuff. So. I, I did love. I have told you, I, the Dark Knight trilogy is my my superhero fandom. That's kind of where my fanhood lies with mm. superheroes so i mean naturally this does make sense for me to be into batman comic stuff so uh anything interesting happened to you like you got any cardboard box houses at your house right now no or, no um husband came home he's home now till next tuesday be working local and then we have easter and then he'll be away mm. again um, apart from that, I've been on my iPad on an app called Flight Radar 24, and I've been, um, you know, just generally checking some um, RAF fighter planes, which has been quite fun. Wow. That, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. Mm. I'm looking at two right now. Okay. <laughs> That's amazing. But for those that haven't listened to the show before, Sarah's husband works away a lot. That's yes. that's that's what she's talking about. Him coming back home. I'll be tuning like, wow, where did he go? Did she did she run him off? Like, like my, I'm, like, my husband's back home again. <laughs> Four a.m. like every other week. My neighbors he probably because we've had like quite a few people move in recently. These news people like he leaves every Monday and he comes back and then leaves again. <laughs> And they share the car. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. All right. Welcome to my life. Good stuff. Good stuff. 
Um, all right, so let's jump into Dynamite. Well, before we get into Dynamite, I, I do want to mention that, that Tony Khan did put a tweet out there, just in case you missed it. I want to put talk about this at the top of the top of the show about bots. Mm. I wish I had the tweet pulled not up so bots. I could read it. Bots. Not bots. bots. Yeah, not bots, yeah. Not a butt tweet. That might be coming. Who knows, man? Tony Khan and these tweets. Let me tell you something. They it's are always a Friday. Wild. Are, is it always a Friday? Okay. Pretty much. That's, 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 that's good to know. So when it's Friday, folks, just check out Tony Khan's Twitter. Twitter Do you want to know what the tweet says? Page. I have one yeah. here. Read the tweet verbatim. Thank you. Yeah, Tony Khan tweeted, An independent study has confirmed that much of the staunch anti-AEW online community aren't real individuals. It's a staff running thousands of accounts and an army of bots to signal boost them. Look closely, these aren't real people who would pay for such a wildly expensive thing. <laughs> the next tweet says, research this one yourselves. You internet detectives thrive on these situations. Speaking of wild things, you won't want to miss John Maps, leave his wheel you up on AW Rampage. <laughs> I love that I use it to he's like, oh, by the way, check out Rampage Friday. And then the tweet after that said, the boiler room staff is going to be working overtime on a Friday, and I love it. And Dan Housen replied, do you want the bots cursed, Tony? <laughs> so after this went out, I saw a lot of speculation. Like, he was just kidding. He was just joking. And then, you know, I don't, I don't think he was. <laughs> no, because he then put after all that. Ever wondered why so much of the activity of these accounts is retweets and replies? Like, who actually has 8% of their activity as straight-up retweets? Yeah. Now, what is <laughs> your opinion on this? I, I, look, I, I, was, I was the one that sent this, like, literally. was I, I was off Twitter, which I kind of do on a Friday. Yeah. I go off Twitter, and I just kind of have, I want to say me time, but the dog's there, so me and dog time. And um, I literally just went back on Twitter, like, at whatever time this came up on UK time. Oh, there we go. About um, five to nine at night, our yeah. time, UK mm -hmm. time. And I was like, oh, there's a tweet from Tony. <laughs> well, <laughs> and then I just kept refreshing it and it just getting more and more and more. And I was like, what is going on? So obviously, <laughs> I think I sent it to you and was like, yeah. um, something's happening. WTF. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and then Brian Alvarez then tweeted saying, damn effing bots. I never said Tony used his own analytics company. I merely noted he owned one. Yeah. My point being that he's not some random wacko imagining yeah. some conspiracy involving bots. To which Tony Cameron played, okay, Brian, clearly a misunderstanding. You can keep your entire 200,000K. Monthly paycheck for April. By the way, don't miss AEW Rampage on TNT tonight. <laughs> it's a great car starting with a hot with Danielson versus Trent plus Regal on commentary and Mox and Neutra as the main event will be nuts. Always, always advertising those shows. Man. I just love how it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're all great. But, by the way, my show's on. <laughs> yeah, it's like he literally has an ad break in the middle of his tweet. <laughs> it's just like watching Dynamite, picture in picture. Like you throw the Tony um, ad in there. Uh, I tell you, you know, 
it's it's funny you you see these tweets and this is just my opinion on it there's there's truth to what he's saying mm-hmm. there is truth uh to i mean because i've known since I, and i'm not a twitter veteran whatsoever but i learned early in my twitter time when i started that when you see certain activity with accounts like okay that's a bot like i knew that like i like i'd oh, read name random numbers yeah and a bunch of numbers and stuff it's a bot it's it's something it's it's part of some kind of system automated it's just like you, know, you get these random telemarketer calls and mm-hmm. the computer's calling you a person is not actually dialing your number or anything yeah. now there might be a human being at some point on the end of that line so so what he's saying is like there's a bunch of people putting uh, uh putting tweets out and then there's bots that are liking them and and and, and getting um attention drawing attention to those tweets mm. and getting them elevated so more people see them because if you get a bunch of likes and interactions with a tweet from bots then it's, it's something that a lot of people will see and not just buried in, in twitter so Mm. I, I, so there is truth now what a lot of people did see they were like oh, i guess just because i don't like aw that means i'm a bot that's not what the tweet was saying yeah there are you there are generally people that don't like aw and i do believe it it's cool everybody's got opinions mm-hmm. there's people that don't like aw people that don't like WWE. people that don't like you know different tv shows on tv and they don't watch them you know it's just how it is people don't yeah. like things that's not what he was saying he was just saying that that, that if that there is a belief that there is something behind a lot of bot accounts that are trying to create negativity towards AEW. And who knows, there could be stuff like that for for other things too, not just oh, for, against AEW. I'm sure there is. Whether I mean, do you really think that the political world, there are not yeah, I mean, bots out there like, that do the same stuff with political tweets? Yeah. The thing that I think is really interesting about that type yeah. of stuff is like, I'm so certain in my own thoughts and belief that I don't think anything could sway me from what I deem morally right or, like, yeah. my perception of stuff. It's aimed at people that are sort of more vulnerable in that aspect. Yeah. Um, that's what a lot of people, like, target, like, you know, older people or people, you know, that have, mm-hmm. like, you know, like different types of issues and things like that and it yeah but it's what i will not stop doing i don't care if you're a bot or a real person but if i see some crap that is horrific yeah i will report you till i'm blue in the face yeah yeah and i reported somebody for sending anti-semitic stuff to mjf yeah and i reported it it. i reported it straight through to twitter not even on the um report button i actually went through the proper thing oh so nice, nice. you know no, I, no, pl- I, no I place for that stuff no exactly i i don't i get everybody's allowed to have their own thing and yeah you don't have to like aw and you can have your own thoughts and opinions on it it doesn't really bother me it's when you start getting nasty that i yeah. have a problem yeah yeah when it when it does when it gets nasty though yeah there's there's no place for it it's it's no. it, just don't not liking one thing is is one thing totally, but mm-hmm. getting personal with things is is taking it too far. Yeah. That stuff should definitely not and be. Also, not if be you don't for. like something, I don't understand wasting your energy on it. It just doesn't make any sense. People have these hate AEW accounts. Spend time, time mm-hmm. on something they hate. 
that's not normal. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm spend not. time on things I love. <laughs> Look, and we've we talked in the show, we don't watch WWE. Nope. Look at my account. I go scroll through my tweets, scroll through my replies. You know, there's I don't sit there dogging WWE. I just don't watch it. It's it's that simple. I literally just don't watch it. Now you'll hear us occasionally mention like a a tweet for you know we, yeah. we did the e drones thing for a little bit, which is just now being just changed to bad take pancakes because it could be any kind of thing. Even yeah. I realized then that hey, look, it's not yeah. necessarily cool just to target that because it's, there's bad takes everywhere. Yeah. Um. So, you know, it's not not to say I'm not going to say I, I don't like something that WB does, whether they're, you know, whether I think they should free Ali, you know, things like that. But I'm still not going to get on there and bash WB constantly no. and, and spend my energy that way because I don't watch the show. I don't. <laughs> when I gave up on it, I gave up on it. So I'm not going to spend my energy. And also way. the wrestlers that are there and the people that, you know, are behind the scenes. I'm not even mentioning the McMahons, but them. They are humans. They just work for a company that I don't particularly like. Exactly. So yep. there's, there's literally yep. no bad blood in that sense. Yeah. Do better, people. <sighs> exactly. <laughs> well, let's move on from the bots and get right into Dynamite, which I was going to do in the first place, but I wanted to get that bot tweet out there. I'm glad you yep. had it ready to read because that was, that, was, that was something else. Yep. Um, Dynamite this last week. These are the matches from that show, the winners and the losers. Adam Cole defeated Christian Cage in an awesome opener. Uh, Samoa Joe made his in-ring debut, defeating Max Caster in an Owen Hart tournament qualifier. Sean Dean. Sean (laughs) Dean, the captain. uh, The the pinnacle kryptonite defeated Sean Spears via roll-up after the distraction from Wardlow. Beautiful. Uh, the Hardys defeated the Butcher and the Blade in a tables match. Uh, that was a, a car wreck in a good way. In a good way. Car mm. uh, although the rules were kind of confusing. I will, That's again. where I had yeah, my that, issue because it yes. made zero it, sense. And also, yeah. when Jeff went on that ladder, I was genuinely going, please don't fall. Please don't fall. Yeah. What are you doing, Jeff? Why are you doing wobble, this? Wobble, wobble, wobble. <laughs> The, the the rules did did take me out of it for a bit. I tried to. Why you it. just couldn't have been a straight up match? Yeah, I, 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 I tried to judge it differently afterwards. Like, okay, but how? If like I didn't understand. Like, if if I wasn't listening to commentary, just watching the action of the match, I thought it was good. Um, but the rules, though, yeah, the rules completely took me out. That was that was the one eh, from it, mm. and I hated it too because if it was clear cut, hey, look, it's just. It's an elimination thing, but you can keep going. It's just the first team to have two people put through tables. Then, you know, then here, here we go. I, I Why not understand. just a tables match? Why not just yeah. have, like, what they used to have, like, TLC? Why not just have that? Just a straight up, yeah. Why, why complicate it with all I these know. rules? I know. It's like I really enjoy the fact that AEW's cage matches are just straight up cage matches. Like, there's no escape. Yeah. Like, because it never made sense to me. I feel like this kind of went in reverse of that mm-hmm. because I love what they've done with the cage rules, and now they kind of went to what with with this. Uh... Yeah. Um. Anyways, I wanted to like it more than I did, but uh, yeah, I agree with you. The rules is kind of. Mm. Eh. Um, well, I wanted to like it. I just think what I was expecting to get is what fell very sh- like 
yeah off the mark i was like oh this is gonna be amazing and then yeah. you like start thinking like going oh, um what because yeah. mm, <laughs> well. at one point because jeff wasn't getting up i was like is he like seriously injured because he like was nowhere to be seen yeah he was laying on the outside for a while yeah mm-hmm. and i was just like oh god no mm-hmm. <laughs> and they were like uh so yeah he can't he's out like he can't be involved and then all of a sudden he got involved with setting the ladder up and they were like oh well i guess he can because uh it's no disqualification, so <laughs> do whatever. <laughs> I feel like TK wrote the rules down dead quick and then, like, put a cup of coffee on them and then you got smudgy and you just went, yeah. I was, I, was, I was waiting for Jim Ross to say, screw it, I'm out. I'm not even doing any more commentary on this match. I'm leaving. I'll come back when the match is I was with. literally expecting Jim Ross to go, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> My God. My God. All right. Um, Hikaru Shida defeated Julia Hart in another Owen Hart tournament qualifier. Soon to be goth Julia Hart. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> uh, and FTR defeated the Young Bucks to mm. retain the AAA and Ring of Honor tag title. That was a good match. And, and that's where we're going to start. I want to start our conversation uh, from Dynamite uh, is FTR versus the Bucks. Another match of the year contender. FTR are red hot right now. This is such a good match. This is better than the original meetup. But you think their their first match was in front of no fans. Yeah, I know. But also it was a bit clunky. Yeah, no, I really, and I, and you may not have been as big on it as I was. I loved their first match. No, um, I just, I, I love that, match. and I, I think, and I think a lot of people would have, it would have played differently with the crowd because the crowd red hot. This crowd was insanely hot. Yeah, this crowd, where, where, where they were in, were they in Boston? Boston. Yes, Boston guys. If anybody's listening. To this show from Boston, you guys rocked for this show. It was flipping awesome. But, but yeah, I agree. This was better than their last match, but I still – I liked it more than you, obviously. But um, but this match was, was legit. Sorry, this was, this was crazy. I fall in love with FTR so much. I know you are. They're becoming they're, – they're, they're going to replace a lot of good teams in your eyes, I think. I think they're moving up the list. Back. They are, and it's because the other good teams aren't actually doing anything. But m- <laughs> months ago, you, you were on the show going, eh, I'm really not handling what FTR's doing. Yeah. But now, like, you're, you're really, you're. I know, and it's it, once again, up, it's man. not my style of wrestling that I yeah. normally go towards, which is surprising mm. to me in that sense, but it's not surprising when you look at what matches they've had recently yeah. and how insane and amazing they've been. Um, and you know what? I mean, they're good as heels, but I think they're going to be amazing as faces. I, it, I, I just think the, the style they wrestle, the relatability of, of kind of some of their promos, because they, they do have exactly. old school but, like, I'm doing this for my family, especially yeah. when it comes to, to Dax. I yeah. think Dax is really the one that, that holds his own of the two in their promos because it's all about family. This is what I'm doing mm. this for. And you can't really – he's mentioned that before in promos. Yeah. When he was a heel, I'm like, really, this isn't working as a heel promo because yeah. 
uh, kind of making me like you a little bit. Um, I think it was pivotal them getting rid of Tully Blanchard too. Yeah. Um, now he's moving on to his Ring of Honor stable, and uh, I think that was a good move. That yeah, yeah. Them, as, them as baby faces are that's perfect. It's it's mm. great. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I I think it's such a good call, mm-hmm. and when you look at the tag team division, you don't really have like a clear cut of face heel tag teams you kind of obviously got Jericho's goons say just let us know you're okay um <laughs> that going on obviously you got Santana and Ortiz um who kind of they're with Eddie so technically yeah. the faces but yeah you, you could consider you them could tweener them it could go either way um, then obviously you got um, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. You just but, that's going to be at the camera now. Yeah, um, but they're for sure when baby Jungle faces. Boy didn't, when Jungle Boy didn't speak. Yeah, no. <laughs> different. Um, uh, so their faces. I just think like I think there's a few more heel tag teams or more leaning towards that than there are faces. And I think with yeah. FTR being on that face side, I think. I think that's quite an interesting thing going forward because you can imagine the matchups that can come from that. Yeah, it's yeah because you got you know we've we've seen seen them with the Bucks. You got Red Dragon out there yeah. now. You got man, you know some some type of iteration of the um, um, House of Black. Yeah, you know that they can match up with. Which you know I know they're kind of tweeners, but. Um, mm-hmm. I could see them facing up with FTR and really helping their heel side because mm-hmm. they're facing FTR because everybody loves FTR right now. Yeah. Um, so there, there's there's a lot of great matchups for FTR out there, and yeah. they have two they have two sets of titles. So you know, I know. yeah, it's good stuff. I mean, good good stuff. Kenny was a belt collector, but her did yeah. her. Uh, they're they're the tag team version of Kenny Omega, just on the mm-hmm. babyface side. Yeah. And I like uh, them, so. Yeah. Um, Samoa Joe looked great oh, in his in-ring debut. What a legend. <laughs> he's just so cool, man. I just, just love Max Caster rapping and just look at Samoa Joe and he's going, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's Samoa <laughs> Joe dancing in the ring, you know, just dancing around. just have, it, the, it looked like he was just having a lot of fun. And yeah. the, the guy can move. For somebody his size, too. He's uh, one of them people along, not exactly like MJF, but pretty much along the same line that I I wouldn't know if, like, that was his real persona or if that's yeah. his in-ring persona because he genuinely terrifies me. But when I've seen him in interviews, there's not much give. <laughs> and I'm just a bit like, is he, is he like, you know, like... Ugh. Or is he like, you know, oh, yeah. softy, really? He looks terrifying. And we, we, we've, we've had two appearances now uh, from Samoa Joe, and we really haven't gotten that Samoa Joe promo yet either. No. You know, they've gotten, they've gotten this far. Usually it's like, hey, somebody makes an appearance. They're going to speak next week. We've yeah. still got that big promo to kind oh my of. God. We had Jay Lethal appear on the screen and all mm. that stuff after his match, but there really wasn't any kind of promo from Samoa Joe. No. Not really. Um, so, what do you think of the the the? What do you think of the feud that's coming now between him and Jay Lethal? You like this? Yeah, I'm all for this because 
Jay Lethal seems perfect for being a heel. Mm-hmm. Um, and with regards to this, I, I, I generally, generally am hoping, if you are listening, Tony Khan, please let Max come out and introduce himself to Samoa Joe like he did Punk. Just give me that. <laughs> and just, and then just have like, you know how then um, MJF came out with his t-shirt with his little picture of when he met Punk? Let him, let Small Joe come out with a t-shirt where he shoved MJF against the wall. It's a bit Please, I just need this in my life. Um, yeah, I'll just keep playing that gif. Over and over on the over and over on the Tron. Yeah, um, I need that. I think the world needs that. They got they they got to be careful. They they can't use any any WWE footage or, or or anything like that. But they they could um recreate it somehow. Yeah, like, like you could Joe walking down MJF on the other side and he just pushes. Yeah, I would love to see MJF like coming through the back. Like you, you can even do it like just as a random thing next week because yeah, MJF is invited. He wants he wants Wardlow to show up next week in New Orleans, right? So you could have MJF walking through one of the corridors backstage with a mic, like now I'm looking for Wardlow. Where is he at? And then all of a sudden the door opens, Samoa Joe just walk by like he's coming to the ring because he's about to wrestle next or something, mm-hmm. and just kind of shove MJF out of the way. Just, and, just, and, and just not like a little deja vu music. Yeah, just have that look on MJ's face and not really make it a thing yet, but come back to it eventually. Yeah. Now, now you have your own version of that that you can play. So um, yeah. MJ can come back to it when he's got the world championship. Yeah, exactly. That's that's something that may happen before twenty twenty two is up. We'll see. Um, but yeah, speaking of MJF and Wardlow, he did after Wardlow's uh, continued invasions. MJF wants him to show up in New Orleans next week. Seriously, how is AEW convincing people to do security? Yeah. <laughs> when they're like, right, so we don't want one guy to turn up. Like, right, yeah, yeah, who is it? Oh, his name's Wardlow. Oh, okay then. Have you got a picture of him? Yeah. The- um, on second thoughts, I don't need the money. <laughs> The posters keep getting bigger too. I know, they were like yeah. tiny like, the first week, and then they got bigger. Before long, you're gonna have like billboards outside. You know, I'm literally expecting something like that, or like just on the Tron <laughs> instead of everybody's music. Just a just big, a big poster. <laughs> Look for this man. Look uh, for this menace. I expect some fireworks. Uh, oh, 100%. This this week in New Orleans for Dynamite 100%. though, because for him and Vodigan there. Uh, it's it's uh, it's obviously some type of trap. There will um, also be some but, very good fireworks because it's Ricky Starks' pole. I know hometown of Ricky Starks, and he's going to be on that show too. Yeah, we'll yeah. talk about that on the uh, on the preview. Um, at, speaking of fireworks, too, uh, Eddie Eddie <laughs> Kingston went after Jericho with a flat screen TV. <laughs> Eddie Kingston is just like a meme that keeps on giving. He's like, yes. hmm, what could I use? Oh, there's this chair that's standard Look. wrestling stuff. Um, <laughs> no, I'm going to go get that massive TV that shows, you know, stuff that's happening in the ring for people to look at. And I'm just going to heat it. <laughs> I love because it was it was done earlier in the night. Yeah. And throughout the night, you would have you had people like I remember seeing uh, William Regal kind of looking at the TV. Yeah. Like, checking it out during the uh Blackpool I, Combat Club thing, I and it was the, um, 
one where when Eddie threw it, Santana's face was like, oh, <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> you might maybe Ooh. come out your baby back at Eddie. Oh. Um, and then also when um, was it um, Alex Marlowe's was interviewing Sean Spears and MGF, and MGF yeah. when he walked off went, I'm I'm working in a like a circus for the TV. <laughs> you can- TV can't even work. Like it was referenced a couple of times that the TV oh, doesn't so, work. So so good. Instead of just getting so, a brand new so one up there and having the logo exactly. on it, no, they went with the broken TV. The because I was looking at it begin with going, has that just happened before the show's gone on and they haven't got yeah. back up? And then it's like, no, 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 wait to find uh, out what happened with the TV. And I was like, oh, someone's just like accidentally been pushed into it. No, no, no. Eddie launched it. <laughs> he threw it like a dart. He just threw it like it was just, you know, like a little box. It's like yeah. there's no weight to it. Just Hello. I love the continuity there with Imagine the Imagine Tony Khan watching that going, oh my God, the TV. Yeah. <laughs> he took out a new TV. So we had some things uh, somewhat heating up in the women's division too this week. Um, uh-huh. Like the Jade versus Marina Shafir. Uh-huh. Seems to be a match they're really, really building to. That's that's exciting. I'm really excited yep. for that match. And then around the Owen Hart Cup tournament, uh, we have Tony Storm and Jamie Hader teasing a feud. Oof. They're both in the tournament. And then we have Sheeta and Deeb picking back up. Also, like you mentioned earlier, Julia Hart um, leaning into the aggressive side of of her. It's just this, the continued slow build of, as you pointed out, Julia Blackheart or whatever mm. we're going to call her. But they're really slow building this. I'd kind of lost faith in that they were going to go the dark route with her, but now they've kind of got me back into. Have uh, you I noticed have... though that yeah. where the eye patch is under that, this is yeah. like black. Now uh-huh. who else has that? Exactly. Black. Exactly. I saw that peeking out from under there. I'm like, ooh. I mean, if she wants some music, um, you know, suggestions, hit me up. I have got you. Man, I'm, I'm you know, it's just they're really good at these slow builds. And, mm. and, and I hate to admit that they almost, I almost jumped off this train because we were asked a question in the Q&A a couple of weeks ago mm. about who, who we thought was going to be the next person in the House of Black. You said Julia Hart. And I'm like, I've kind of lost. You know, I don't think they're going to do it. Like, I, we thought that was going to happen. And no, it wasn't. I, I know. Like, Well, didn't we both think it was going to happen? And then oh, I, yeah. It was de- it's, yeah. yeah. And then I, lo- I lost faith. We both thought it was going to happen. Then I lost faith in it. That's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't think it was going to happen anymore. And now I'm back on track with you. I think it's going to happen now. You lost faith uh, in TK. Not like, like, <laughs> not faith that. Like, I just kind of thought, um, not complete, TK, if you're listening to this, I didn't lose complete faith. Don't listen to her. That's not what I'm saying. I you're not going to get that check. TK, it's a bot talking through me. <laughs> They're now, I've gotten into my brain waves. The bots have evolved, TK. The bots have evolved. <laughs> like Terminator. I know. Um, yeah, okay. I mean, I, I also love the fact that, like, even Varsity Blonde's like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, this isn't you. And she's like, get out. Hmm. <laughs> she's basically hit her emo phase and she's just like, mad at the world. <laughs> she, just, 
Oh, she wants to be left alone. Leave me alone. She wants to join the Black Parade. <sighs> it might happen. You've restored my faith. All right. Uh, on to Rampage. Yes. Oh, my, go- oh my gosh. Oh I my think gosh. there's only okay. two things we need to talk about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> here, there were three matches. Brian Anderson defeated Trent Beretta in the opener, which was really, really fun. Oh, yeah. Red Velvet defeated Willow Nightingale to advance, uh, to qualify for the Owen Hart Cup tournament. Yep. And John Moxley <laughs> defeated Wheeler Yuta. Just. But Wheeler Yuta really <laughs> came gosh. out as the winner in this, yeah. even though he had lost. His like, light an- star rose astronomically that night. Another match of the year candidate. Yeah. <laughs> that, the list just It's mine at the moment. That's growing. it. It just keeps growing. And it's April, people. It's Me and April. Sid agree. Me and Sidgwick agree from what culture that it is. That's it. That's the match. God, it is so tough to pick. I mean, <laughs> it's like every week we get another one, really. Yeah, that, that's the one. Um, I'm sticking with my mocks. I fully expect uh, after this week we're going to be like, yep, that's another one. <laughs> That's if it. Is involved, possibly. Oh man, so, this was so. Oh, we, we could talk an hour about this match. Like literally, Mark's coming through the crowd, and like he got annoyed at a cam, like a photographer, and just kind of like pushed him out of the way. And then all of a sudden, out the corner of my eye, where are Utah flew. Yeah, I feel like Darby <laughs> Allen was in the back before this. He like whispered something in the wind yeah. ear right before he came out. He was Wither's practicing like, yeah. with him. I got it. I got it. Okay. Boom. Cannon. The insanity of this entire match. I mean, I know we got whispers from people that were at, um, you know, the taping of Rampage and stuff. And I am so thankful to AEW fans that see these and just give us little little crumbs. Actually don't give us anything. And they were like, oh, you you, you know what? It's such a hype match. You're like, yeah, okay, it's Mox and you. It'd be great. And then you yeah. watch it, it was like, this is phenomenal. There's yeah. not there's not enough words to describe how good this is. Um, yeah. That, that you are just bled nonstop Ooh. pretty much, like, from the did, get-go. So did he, do you think he got that the hard way, or, or was it a bad I, job? I think Could it you was tell? the hard way. It was, it was hard to tell. Because the camera was off of him for a while, so it leaves that where you're like, well, could have, maybe, I don't know. But either way. I don't way, know. I mean, Mox did drag his face on that thing. He did. So, um, um, yeah. Just, either way, he was bleeding badly. Oh, he was definitely bleeding. That badly. was definitely blood. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that one image we can see it squirting out. Like, it's yeah. like drizzling out of his head. It's like, whoa. And where he was, had blood on his hand and he just shouted at his hand. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, okay, I feel like this is very Macbeth. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Right now. Um, God, man. And Did, when he kicked out the paradigm shift, <sighs> Mox's face was... Look, I love Adam Cole's faces, okay? Yeah, yeah. But we ha- we see them a lot. You've never really seen Mox do this. And no. Just the shit, like... You can literally see it in his face going, what the fuck? <laughs> what, what happened? <laughs> And his look after the match too. That was that was uh, like the like like he'd seen a ghost or something. Yeah. Like, whoa! What just like because what did I just go through? 
because of what he said to Danielson as well to begin with, was like, I don't team up with anybody I've not bled with. Well, you bled with this guy. You definitely bled. <laughs> um, and just like the sheer, like, and then I loved the fact that William Regal walks out looking really mad. I don't know why he has this mad face on him when he's around. Man. Like, hey, seriously, he looked like he was about to kick you his ass. I know. I'm Brian like, Danielson's man. walking down in his t shirt with still his wrestling gear on. Because he couldn't be bothered getting changed. And, like, you can just see, like, you're like, come on then, three of you, let's have it. Yeah. <laughs> you can just see Mott standing in the back going, I don't know about this kid. Like, I think he may have gone too far. And then, like, <laughs> obviously, I like, get shaky hands and stuff. And then he writes BCC on his chest oh, in, blood. in blood. And then Mott goes, the real work starts now. And I'm just like, ooh. I- Man, this is how you make a star. Ugh. Now it's 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 where they go from here with him because this this was the star making performance. Yes, it, it's the story you tell from here. Like, what are we going? What what's going to happen now with Wither Yuta? Because it was somehow somehow in this group of Brian Danielson, John Moxley, William Regal. Wheeler Yuta is the most, like, he's the focal point of that group right now. He's the most interesting person to me in that group because of what just happened. Mm. That's, that's a, you know, you're like, eh, I don't know, Moxie's still there. But I'm just saying, <laughs> he's the one that everybody's talking about. Like, oh, you have a group, I agree with that. I agree with that. But it's like you have a chance now to, I mean, the crowd was like, Screaming. 80% behind Wheeler Yuta. It's and not seriously, more. Seriously, it's so weird because like, you're used to hearing Mox chants and stuff, and you're used to hearing Yuta chants, but you're not used to hearing Yuta chants drown out Mox chants. They faced Moxley. And uh, she got annihilated. Yeah, a few weeks back because that was the win of, uh, what's his name, uh, Brian Kendrick couldn't, they, he was going to face Moxley, right? And and then they, yeah. they had to pull him and all that stuff because of all this other stuff. So Yuta took his spot, and it was a, it was a great match. But I remember seeing uh, that graphic go up, and and the comments under the graphic on Twitter was like, "Who? Who? You get all those who things? They're always seem uh, like I mean, some people general genuinely don't know who somebody is, but mm-hmm. I feel like ninety percent of those are just trying to be disrespectful or, or smart, but like." Who? I don't know who this guy is. You know, that kind yeah. of comment. Which drives me crazy. Just Google it. Google Wheeler Yuta and you can see Google who he is without, without typing who. You know, like what I do when I see people that I've not heard up turn on AEW. Yeah. I'll ask you if you know about them. Mm-hmm. Or I just let their work tell yeah. me about them. So the people that were saying who weeks ago now know who he is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you didn't know... And some of those people will still try to be smart and go, yeah, I really don't care anything about him. When in the background, they're like, yeah, this guy's really, really good. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's really good. I'm not going to admit it because I was a smart butt that went who on Twitter when yeah. he first showed up. But he's really, really good. I might have been wrong about that guy. Yeah, you might have been wrong about that guy. He's amazing. He's really Absolutely freaking phenomenal. awesome. I really can't wait to see where this comes from because don't forget – um. Trent was against Danielson and lost, mm-hmm. and you was against Mox and lost, but technically won in the same way. And like yeah. I was saying, like quite a while ago, 
the stuff bubbling between you and Trent is yes. there because it was shown um, on Dynamite, wasn't it? Where, where um, like Trent was like, "Oh, I don't really care." Yeah, thing. yeah. Um, that's now going to come into play. That is going to be it's going to be a thing, and it was interesting that they had the matchup of Trent and Brian Danison on the same show too. Mm. Um, that was uh, a nice. A, a nice story to tell with that. I still love how Mox is in a group, yet he's still a lone wolf because Regal doesn't come out with him. <laughs> I know. And, and Regal talks so highly of Brian Danielson, too. I've noticed yeah. that in the promo. He's like, this I feel is the greatest like Mox wrestler is the problem ever. Child. <laughs> yeah. He's like, this is the greatest. This is the perfect specimen of a wrestler. And then John Moxley's just a madman. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like, you know, like where they like, um, Oh yes, my child is um, you know doing this, that, and the other, and they're, and they're you know going to this fantastic university. And there's a brother at the back, like covered in mud, and like, oh, what's he doing? Oh, he he's becoming a championship UFC fighter. <laughs> covered in mud. We're, we're we're not that sure what it's about, but you know he he does well. <laughs> he did just kill somebody, I think. <laughs> you know. <laughs> There's that. I mean, there could be murder charges coming. He's but... always coming home covered in blood, and he just says it's from <laughs> UFC fighting. Yeah. So we don't ask many questions. We just kind of no, we don't ask questions. No. Uh, something else from this show that that stuck out to me. I know Red Velvet won in that um, the qualifying match for mm. uh, the Owen Hart Cup tournament. Yeah. But Willow Nightingale, I'm beginning to really, really really like her. Mm. I was impressed with her match on Ring of Honor Supercard of Honor against Mercedes Martinez for the yeah. uh, the interim Ring of Honor women's title. But I I was impressed even more in this match and I found myself wanting her to win this match against Red Velvet. And so did the crowd. The crowd was behind Willow. Mm-hmm. You could you could hear that crowd they booed Red Velvet when she won the match. I know, it's insane. And, you know, where Red Velvet kind of had to sort of start giving it back to the crowd afterwards, um, which was weird because, you know, Red Velvet hasn't done anything really that's that's hillish, but the crowd was really behind Willow. And I agree. I was, I think Willow should have won this match. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you know, it's kind of one of those things where you call a shot mid-match and go, you know what, call it in the ref, let Willow win this one. I think that might have been the right call here. But anyways, I, I think I think she I think I think she 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 may need to get that AEW graphic or Ring of Honor graphic pretty soon. I want to see her in one or the other. I like her. I think she has an infectious yeah. personality that, that really stands out from anybody else on the roster. We talk about people being different. I really like Willow. I just wanted to make sure I threw her some praise in this this thing because I, I really like her. I want to see her in the women's division, whether it's in Ring of Honor or AEW. Yeah, um, 100%. More Willow. Uh, um, but looking more at the women's division, we talked about it some before. We got uh, it's an update on the Owen Hart qualifying, the qualifiers who's in the tournament. Uh, as we mentioned before, uh, Tony Storm, Jamie Hayter are both qualified for it. Okay, Rashida is qualified for it, and now Red Velvet. I definitely see Serena Deeb qualifying at some point. That makes sense. Uh, because we'll probably have another matchup in the tournament between Sheeta and Deeb, uh, as well as I could see Chris Statlander mm. qualifying in this tournament. 
Uh, there's especially if they decide to go a little bit of a hill route with Red Velvet, as they she kind of tease at the end of that. I could see a matchup with the history between Red Velvet and Chris Statlander too. Uh, and Layla Hirsch is somebody I would see in it, but I did hear she possibly got injured, in, injured, injured in a dark match. Did you hear that? No. Yeah, I heard there was a pasta or, or you know report out there that she got an injury in a dark match, and I guess we we may find out because you know dark and dark elevation are coming up, um, you know Monday and and Tuesday. So as we're recording this on a Monday, so we may hear more about that after those shows air. Uh, but if she is, in fact, injured, if it is serious enough, she may not be in it, even if we want her to be in it. Um, also, uh, Britt Baker has not been you know, seen since she lost the title. Nope. Uh, she, uh, I think the rumors were that she's going to show up. She's not going to show up until they're in Pittsburgh, which is coming up pretty soon. Uh, if she shows up in Pittsburgh, do you think she is going to be in this tournament? Um. Yeah, possibly. Um, I don't know what the plans are with her now, mm-hmm. but um, that would make seems, sense. It though. seems like a good place to start. Yeah, I just I think this. I'm getting more and more excited about this. The women's side of this tournament. We only have one qualifier on the men's side, and that's um, Samoa Joe. Mm. Um, but I'm really, really excited about the women's. The more. The more people I see in this, the more stories I see that could come that they are kind of playing into it. Mm. Um, I feel like there are just feuds that you're waiting for. Ooh, I can't wait for Tony Storm to match up with Jamie Hayter. Whether it's first round, second round, you're just waiting to see that matchup. Same with Deeb and, and, and Sheeta and possibility of, of somebody like Chris Statler, Statlander and Red Velvet at some point or Layla Hurst. Hopefully, if she's not injured, that would be great. So, mm-hmm. um, this coming, upcoming on Dynamite. This looks awesome. Um, Jurassic Express are going to be defending their AEW tag team titles against Red Dragon. Yeah, boy. Looking Can't forward to that to match. Can't wait Kyle O'Reilly. Yep. Eddie Kingston, Santana, and Ortiz will be taking on Jericho, Jake Hager, and Daniel Garcia. I am waiting to watch... The Eddie Kingston tag match where he's against Daniel Garcia from this weekend. Uh, apparently, um, we're not thrills. Where was it? Where was it at? New Japan Strong Style Above Episode Two. Oh, okay. So New Japan. All right. It's on um, fight. All right. Interesting. Um, also, we have MJF facing Sean Dean. The kryptonite of the pinnacle. Oh, that should be funny. Can't get past Sean Dean. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Somebody turned up. Yeah, especially with, with him inviting Wardlow. Um, this should be fun. Uh, Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland will take on Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs uh, in Ricky Starks' hometown, uh, New Orleans. This, uh, it's, it's, you know, look at this match, and this is going to be awesome, by the way. All four guys in this oh, match. Yeah. This is going to be great, especially after Keith Lee uh, put Will Hobbs through a freaking wall last last week on, <laughs> on Dynamite. Good grief. Um, but I'm looking at it, though, and how I wonder if this isn't going to work. I know Starks and Hobbs are the heels in this, 
Mm-hmm. And we remember how MJF was treated in on Long Island as uh, it got the babyface reaction. Uh, you wonder if, if Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland aren't going to get booed here, considering they're facing Starks in Starks' hometown. Um, I don't think they'll get booed. I think Ricky Starks is one of them people um, that everyone likes him where he goes because of how, like, large yeah, yeah. life he is and everything. And everyone loves Keith Lee. I don't think there'll be an issue personally. Yeah. I just think uh, there'll be more Starks than there will be for Keith Lee, but I don't yeah. expect there to be, like, an actual... I hope not. Because that was my, my first thought was, like, oh, man. <laughs> if the crowd turns on Keith Lee and Swerve, I don't want to see that. Definitely not now because they're still new to the company, so I don't want to hear that. Um, wow, this this last match on the list though, Minoru Suzuki versus Samoa Joe for the Ring of Honor TV title. What is the world? <laughs> Thank you, Tony Khan, for this. This right here is awesome. What I mean, which you know, I looked at the tag titles. Like, hey man, that that might close the show. I don't know, man. I don't know. You might have to close with Minoru Suzuki versus Samoa Joe. That's that's a main event match right there, man. I know it's not an AEW title, but that is a main event match. Mm. Uh, I'll be interested to see how they line up this card this week because it looks epic. Um, we're also, this week, we're going to have a live rampage, which is going to start early. It's going to have an early start time on Friday. I know that doesn't matter to you necessarily. I don't know. Nope. You may be able to watch it early. Um, you may still be up. It's going to start at 6 Central, 7 Eastern over here in the States. Uh, I don't know what time. That'll be like uh, midnight for you, I think. So I guess you'll still watch it um, the next day. Um, <laughs> um, I mean, it's still it could be doable, you know, I'm saying. It's just an hour. It's just an hour, Sarah. You could watch it live like the like us. Like us normal people over here in the United yeah, States. Yeah, it's, it's on at 12 a.m. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, hey, it might be doable. Mm. Um, but the oh, only match... This weekend. The only match advertised for this show so far, unless I've missed one, and if I have, let me know, is, uh, as of right now, as we record on Monday, is Adam Cole versus Adam Page. For the world title in a Texas death match because they're going to be back in Texas. <sighs> you know, we, we had some blood in that Wheeler Yuta John Moxley match. We're probably going to have some more in this one. Um, yeah, pretty much. Uh, I think this, this is crazy. This is the right way to go, though. I know people have said, well, we've already had Texas death match uh, you know, recently. Uh, but they're back in Texas. It makes sense. It's a step that makes. It's not like they're having a Texas death match in Boston or whatever. Uh, that would be a Boston death match. Totally different. <laughs> but um, I, I, it's like now. I wonder if this is going to become like these type of matches are going to become Adam Page's thing. Like he inherited this All of a sudden from Lance he Archer. To become a hardcore wrestler. <laughs> yeah, like he he beat Lance Archer in a Texas death match, and it's like he he took his powers. He took his. Oh uh, yes, he- all these abilities came to me. When he turns up in GCW, then we can like be like, eh? yeah. <laughs> coming out with light tubes. <laughs> uh, oh man! But uh, I think this is the right way to go. We had the regular match between them, and and going to the the second match, it's like uh, we need a little something. 
I think mm. this is the little bit of something that is going to give this match uh, a special feel. So I yeah. like this. Um, uh, and the only match that I believe has been announced for Battle of the Belts 2, which is going to be Saturday, and apparently it's still just going to be an hour-long show. I don't haven't seen anything differently out there that said it's going to be a two-hour show this time. It was only an hour last time, so my assumption is an hour this time. Uh, but the only match advertised so far, again, unless I've missed it, and let me know if I have, is Nala Rose versus Thunder Rosa for the women's, the AEW women's world title. Yeah. Uh, that looks to be a, uh, a fun match. Hopefully they spice that one up even more uh, just coming down. I might build us to that match, uh, but I'm excited for it. Um, so did I miss any matches? Does that, no. that, that sound right? Yeah. All right. Uh, one other piece of news out there before we get into the, the Q and a uh, area of the show is that uh, there have been some rumors out there that, that Cesaro formerly Cesaro now, I guess would be named Claudio possibility of him joining AEW. and Mark Henry has put some thoughts out there that he believes that he will eventually end up in AEW. Uh, not that he's saying it's going to happen anytime soon, but he believes that he will eventually, it's inevitable that, that Cesaro slash Claudia will be all elite at some point. What do you think about that? Good move. Yeah, good move. I agree that you don't, we don't need him right away. No. Um, but Other I'm, people's I'm, contracts in AEW are coming up. Yes. You know, they're not all going to be renewed. No. So. Uh, and I thought from the beginning, and I'm not sure if it's, it's something, uh, direction they're going to go, but I've, since the beginning of the Blackpool Combat Club, I thought Claudio Cesaro would be a, such a cool fit for that group. He just has that look. And he looks different than the other guys in there. I just think he would he'd fit that. Now, whether that's, you know, is, you know, whether it's too good of a fit where you're like, no, we got to do something different. We don't want to just stick these these three guys that, that are were such a big part of WB all in the same group. Um, I like that. I'm cool with that. I'm okay with that. Um, but we'll, we'll see how they use him. They could also – he could also be a big part of Ring of Honor, for all we know. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got to get um, – they don't have to, but I would – you would think they would want to get some star power on that show too to kick it off. Yeah, uh, not just um, younger folks, but also some a veteran presence over there. So he would be somebody that we know what kind of matches he can put on, and he could help grow some of the people over there. So that could be that could be something. I just want to see the man wrestle soon. Yeah, that's what I want to see. No matter how we get him. Um. All right. Are you ready for the for the Q and A? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> right. Um. This <clears throat> one is from uh, Costa Rica. All right. With the paradigm shift being kicked out of for the first time, OMFG Utah is a made man. Aside from Kenny Omega's one winged angel, which wrestler should earn the privilege of kicking out which finisher? Um, and then there's another question to go with that. But, okay. Somebody's got to kick out of the uh, Judas effect. Because um, nobody's kicked out of the Judas effect yet, if I'm not mistaken. Not Have that they? I'm aware of. No. Uh, so somebody big has got a kick out of that one. Um, I think Daniel Garcia should do it when he leaves the joke club. When he the joke club, it's like the greatest faction in the history of pro wrestling. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, but yeah, Daniel Garcia would make sense there. Um, or 
uh, either Daniel Garcia or if they ever do the inevitable, uh, I think inevitable. I know they said it wasn't going to happen, but the match between um, Sammy Guevara and Chris Jericho. Uh, I've, I've wanted to see that match, and they, uh, Sammy said he doesn't want to wrestle Jericho. I've heard heard that before, but I think it's going to happen eventually. I would love to see Sammy get that moment of kicking out of Jericho's uh, Judas effect, since you know they were apparently pretty good friends from the inner circle and everything. So either either guy would be fine, Danny Garcia or Sammy Guevara. Mm. Uh, all right, what was what's your other one from the other one? That I mean, sorry, was... from Costa Rica. The other one that he said was, who are the top five best managers in AEW? Top five best managers? Tony Khan. <laughs> Tony Khan. <laughs> Tony Khan. Uh, William Regal Taz. I, <laughs> Regal Taz. I don't know if I have a good order. I, I'd have to say William Regal, for sure. Um, Taz will be in there. Um, I tell you, Smart Mark Sterling, I think is underrated. I love that guy as as Jay's trying manager. to get Tony Nice. Yes, and he's trying to get Tony Nice. Good point. I like that too. I really like him. I think he's great. I think he's not overbearing. He just adds that comedy role to it. It's, it's nice. The one thing I love about him is that when he introduces himself to Tony, he's like, "Oh, I've you know I've worked with Jay Cargill and I worked with MJF, and I'm there going." But nothing succeeded with MJF. You can't just be like, look, I did that. Oh, yes, it <laughs> failed. <laughs> um, uh, you know, do you, do you count Sting in that? Because Probably. if you do, if you do, I've got to put Sting on that list, too. Um, I mean, he doesn't really manage Darby as more of as like no. just he's supervises. More, <laughs> he's, a, he's a mentor, but I do think he's he, he he's he's there more than he actually wrestles. So I'm kinda kinda put him in it. He's like a he's like a player coach. You know what I mean? Like he's he, he's active but he also coaches. So I'm kinda that's where I'm going. Uh and then I'll go um I'll say Tully Blanchard, even though he's not in AEW now. I I, I think he was gr- he was good uh with, with Sean Spears. Uh no, I wouldn't say great, but I really enjoyed uh some of the work he did with the Pinnacle and even with F T R for a while. And I think he's gonna do really good things with his Tully Blanchard Enterprises uh, over in uh, Ring of Honor. I'm not going to say Vicky Guerrero because I have no. not enjoyed. I'm, I'm going to put her in the not list. Not that I don't like Vicky. I just on the other side, the negative side. I just haven't been. I don't. I don't think. I haven't think she's added a lot to uh, Nala Rose's character on on, no. on Dynamite or Rampage. So uh, yeah, that would be mine in no certain order. And Tony Khan, obviously. <laughs> All right. Um, I've got a couple of questions. Uh, my first two are from Viking Chris. Uh, first question is, whatever happened to TH2? Sarah, I hope you know, because I don't. I think... I think Jack Evans... Something happened with him where he was in Mexico. I do remember seeing that on Twitter because he was asking yeah. for help on Twitter. Yeah, and, I haven't heard anything else with that. And then I haven't heard anything else. Now, I don't know if the one of the ones, you know how Tony's like, I'm not going to announce whose contract's not, you know, going to yeah. be redone. It's up to them to do it. I don't know if that's going to be the case because 
they didn't really feature heavily anyway. Yeah, they were with the Hardy family office, but they haven't been seen since since before really the Andrade stuff started happening. They just kind of mm. uh, disappeared. Uh, mm. They were involved with it, but not truly with them. They were like vigilante sort of, you know, like, hey, they're paying you to be here. I met mean, Hardy was paying them to help that kind of thing. So, uh, yeah, I would not be surprised if they're if they're quietly uh, their contracts are are, uh, are not renewed. Yeah, um, that would not be a surprise. And I kind of I hate that. I really loved Angelico's work in the ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was excited for some more because I love his submission style wrestling. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, the Jack Evans stuff. That was some scary stuff going down in, in Mexico where, where he was asking for help. So we hope everything worked out okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, frankly, I think Sarah, you should go down uh, in Mexico and, and investigate that for yourself. Let us know. Me in Mexico? Yeah, go for it. Go for it. I've been there before. You can you can go this time. Mm. <laughs> All right. I'm not great with heat. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Don't. I live in the UK. Uh, We're yeah, not, okay. We are not like you know geared towards heat. <laughs> All right. Um, his other question is, uh, what belts do you think will be changing hands this weekend? Um, we'll, uh, you know, we'll even count this week. We have Jurassic Express, Red Dragon for the tag titles. We have Monroe Suzuki, Samoa Joe, Adam Cole, Adam Page for the world title, and Nala Rose and Thunder Rosa for the women's title. So of those four, which has the, I'll just reword this, which of those four has the highest chance of, of the titles changing hands? Uh, the tag titles. Tag titles? Yeah. Uh, I, part, I, I somewhat agree. I, I, get, I actually give a uh, higher chance for Samoa Joe winning the Ring of Honor TV title. No. No? No, 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 no. Not considering Minoru Suzuki's first U.S. title. So? No. <laughs> it's Samoa no. Joe. He does whatever he wants to no. do. No, no, no. Um, I just, I don't know. I, 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 I still, that, I give that a higher chance. Um, I, unless there's some shenanigans and s- s- like Jay Lethal screws him out of that. That's the only way. I just, I don't see them having him lose this match like clean to Panora Suzuki. That's just my thoughts. Um, I do, but I do agree. I think there is a, a pretty good chance that Red Dragon could leave as, as, as tag champions. And if, uh, if you see this Red Dragon Jurassic Express as the main event, I would make it even more likely that Red Dragon wins. Yeah. Mm. Um, uh, so let's see. Okay. Two more questions. These are from Ted. Uh, first one, does Jade take her first loss to Marina Shafir? No. No, me either. I think that would be a star-making moment for Marina Shafir. It would let you know that uh, they have a lot of plans for her. Uh, but I think, uh, no, I think Jade. They're not going to let Jade lose on the set, yes. No, Jade's going to get that 30th win. I think it's going to be a, a fun match. I think it could be a star-making performance even in a loss, though. Mm. This could be uh, kind of a... A really you kind of moment for you know her first big TV time for her yeah. to put up, put take Jade to the limit and open your eyes to who Marina Shafir is. But no, I agree she does not win this match. No. Um, uh, his his last question is how did Sarah enjoy her trip to the states? Um, it was cold <laughs> on the boat. Um, you made it back. Like I said, I, I don't I don't swim, so no, I was a bit a bit scared about that. Um. 
but but I but I had like a little you know like um you know floaty ring so that was okay and I don't do cold very well so all right um, and if you guys don't know we were guests on Ted the Hillbilly Hills uh podcast uh the hill truth he had both of us on there he came by and picked me up in his truck and he uh he, Sarah apparently's on a no fly list so she had to make a a boat trip uh in kayfabe over here to uh to uh, join us for the podcast so uh if you haven't checked his podcast out go check it out uh look him up on he I think he's on iTunes Spotify all of the podcast uh catchers out there so look up the Hill Truth with Ted the Hillbilly Hill and you can listen to his interview with us and check out all of his other stuff it's a it's a fun podcast it is um, so go check them out. Uh, and then I have, we have one taste of bad take pancakes this week. We're going to close the show on another negative note. Uh, so he, this is the one I'm going to read off to you. And if you're not familiar with bad take pancakes, if you see any bad takes out there on Twitter, use the hashtag bad take pancakes, just tag it with that. I'll go check it out. And then I will read that bad take. Uh, that bad wrestling take to to Sarah on here and get her reaction to it. So that's what I'm going to do now. And we um, don't use the bot's name. <laughs> no, we're not going to use the bot's name that tweeted this. <laughs> um, this one is, just to set this up, this is from someone who claims to be, on Twitter, claims to have been a former wrestler. Uh, that things didn't oh, work gosh. out. They weren't successful, but they oh, were a former wrestler. No. But this is their take. Uh, their tweet is this, quote, It's not that I want AEW to die. It's that I want AEW fans to watch it die. So, so they just want AEW fans to suffer. Yeah. Well, you know, like the world is on fire. So I think everybody's suffering. Um, yeah. I don't get this type of thing. Hmm. I really don't because what I always think, look, I don't like WWE. Do I want it to fall off the face of the earth? No, mm-hmm. because people have jobs. Exactly. And I'm not even talking about the wrestlers who are like highly paid or, you know, management. I'm talking about the people on the ground, the people that, you know, that's just their day to day life. That's just their job. Um, so I don't see how you can say that without thinking that that could affect somebody's life. Like, drastically, you don't know anybody's situation. And mm-hmm. if AEW did, you know, disappear, then it would suck because at the same time, there's one less option out there for wrestlers exactly. who want to make good money exactly. who don't want to go to WWE. Um, and I just don't I just don't see I don't like I said before, I don't get why people take their time and energy to tweet or say stuff that they they have no interest in. It it, it just it's like me going on Twitter going, oh my God just heard Justin Bieber's new album. It's absolutely horrific. Why does he bother? I don't care about Justin Bieber. <laughs> yeah, I know. So I'm not going to tweet anything about him? If if I saw you tweeting about Justin Bieber, I would have to send you a 
DM and go, hey, you okay? If I tweet about <laughs> Justin Bieber, I need help. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a kind of a, a red flag. <laughs> it's a red flag. Um, but at the same time, yeah. like, like I said, like we said in the past, if this was back when, well, you were younger and I was young, you wouldn't write <laughs> fan mail to somebody to say, oh, I, you suck at it. You just wouldn't because you'd be wasting postage. Yeah. And from the UK, you'd be wasting a lot of postage. Yeah. Um, so why do it on... <clears throat> oh, that's raising dogs. Wait, it's because... It's so easy. Ominous. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but everything can trace back to you. So, yeah. Just <laughs> be, careful. be careful. Be um, careful. Yeah, no. Stupid, stupid, stupid take. Yeah. Um I want everything and everyone in the wrestling industry that have not been, you know, in the Me Too situation to uh, mm-hmm. do well and prosper. Um, you know, even WWE. I mean, people work there. There's wrestlers yeah. that work there that I still really like. Mm-hmm. So I don't want them to be out of jobs. Yeah. And just my my, my two cents, and I won't take long. I'm not going to, just a, a separate kind of thing is, People focus on like this guy talking about he wants you know he wants AEW fans to watch AEW die because of of, of the loud and there are, there are negative AEW fans and and AEW fans that can be annoying just like there are WWE fans yep. that can be annoying to are annoying. To, to want AEW to die so the fans can watch it die because what you're getting mad at is a small portion a small percentage of the actual fan base that's just annoying. So you want all those decent fans that just love watching AEW Pro Wrestling to watch AEW die just so you can piss off a small portion of fans? It doesn't make any sense. I just, you know, it's don't get so mad because of a small portion of fans, you know, that 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 um, that mouth off on Twitter. Wrestling needs to thrive all around. Nothing die, please. That was our bad take pancake segment for the week. Um, uh, so, but I do want to end on a good note. So, hey, Minoru Suzuki versus Samoa Joe on Dynamite this week. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Hoorah. Hoorah. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed the show this week. Uh, but before you go, do not forget to give us a follow on Twitter. You can follow the channel at BeautyXTheBeard. You can follow me at LetTheBeardPlay. And you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. You can. As always, you can follow the show on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you have any questions uh, for our Q&A segment of the show, you can send those questions to beautyxthebeard at gmail.com, or you can use the hashtag on Twitter, hashtag uh, AskBXTB. And if you see any of those bad takes like we just read, uh, please tag it with the hashtag Bad Take Pancakes, and I will see it and read it to Sarah and get her all riled up. Again, thank y'all for listening so much. Thank you for spending your time with us. Y'all be good out there, be good to each other, and we will see you on the next one. Bye! The bots have evolved, TK. The bots have evolved. (laughs)